This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nothing to me says romance like looking for condoms in Hennessy. <laughs> She's the crazy one of the season. And the I mean, drunk. He calls her naggy. His shirt's open like a Colombian drug lord. He does not like pizza. Can we talk about the big wide open fish mouth? He's like a walking success poster. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, look, it's time for The Bachelor podcast again after another incredible episode of The Bachelorette starring our girl Rachel. I'm Christine Lee, along with Katie Pilata. Hi, Katie. Hi. And Ryan Jones. We're all chomping at the bit. Hi, Ryan. I'm going so fast, I don't even say hello to you. Hello again. Hello <laughs> again. Oh, my God. Rachel has proven she's like the best badass I've ever seen. I would hire her as an attorney any day. Right out of the shoot, Demario comes back for some abuse and she just says yeah you acted like a boy and I need a man she just burned him about 10 times over and it was what we were all wanting to see because we were all hoping don't let him back in there's always that small that she could keep him around and say you know what you did mess up I believe in second chances let's try this again and she didn't she stuck to her guns I was so excited about that because I didn't want him to stick around I think the way she said it too other than just I'm looking for a man (laughs) was that she said listen if you would have said exactly what Katie just suggested own up to it when you walked out there and say oh I thought we were broken up I made a mistake. I should have been more clear about it. My bad. Like, I screwed up. It's all on me. It's not on her. It's certainly not on you. I'm so sorry. And she said, you know what? Yeah, you know what? You'd you'd probably be on the other side of the security here. But you didn't, so... Peace. This is a life lesson that all of us have trouble with throughout the years, you know, and it's something that it's hard to learn about. Just owning up to something will Mm -hmm. always get you a lot more respect from whoever it is that you're owning up to, whether you're a kid or a parent or an adult at work or uh, on a sports team, it doesn't matter. You Mm -hmm. own up so much better. Yeah, and I think he was still trying to beat around it a little bit. He pulled out his quotes that he was saying, like, in order to experience joy, you need to go through pain. And then he was talking about how he was talking to his Uber driver. (laughs) And the Uber driver was like, don't take no for an answer. And, like, he still wasn't just coming out and saying, yeah, I messed up. Didn't he come across as totally patronizing, though? I spoke to my driver. I thought, Well, he did say Uber driver. But he's made it sound like driver. And then when he was being spoken to by her, that she was speaking to him, he wouldn't let her speak. He had to interrupt every with, "Uh uh-huh, correct, yes, uh uh-huh. Like, what are you doing? Just, he didn't want to hear what she had to say. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah, well, there are a couple things. We talked about this last week a little bit, but it's as if these guys either never watched the show or didn't talk to anybody that's ever watched the show because these things never work. Coming back to the house and after you've been totally burned or or the cabin or wherever else, it never ends well for you. No, but I love how the guys tried to rumble outside and were held off by security. (laughs) And then they stood there like in a Greek tragedy in the amphitheater (laughs) to watch the performance below. Well, it's pretty quick. She's like, I got this. 
Yeah. We're good. You yeah. guys can stay back there. I appreciate it. And she said as much. She said, I appreciate it. She said, but I'm all I'm all good. I got this. And she did. And she threw everything right back in his face. It was just one more step for her where you just say, yep, she's got it. And so that was kind of the theme of the night where she cut quite a few guys loose uh, going forward. She she got rid of Demario, then she got rid of uh, a few more guys, and and then in the end, as we find out, she gets rid of another guy who asks if he can kiss her, Fred, which was so awkward. But um, Poor Fred. <laughs> uh, the episode was so exciting just from the very moment Demario showed up to moving on to what is it, Jonathan with the giant hands. Oh, I still, I know. <laughs> And I still keeps, can't deal with that. She keeps empowering him with this stuff. I know. Because, and and it's, it seems genuine from her, too. It's it not does. one of those deals where you Maybe sort of, she likes it. I, I don't know. Yes. Yeah, because you can always read her face when oh, she's, yeah. she's, you know, oh, Fred's in trouble. You know, yeah. Demario's in trouble. You know, when she's she looking, seems she's legit- like, this I mean, guy's let a- me put the hands on. Right. And, what are you doing? Yeah, like, if you didn't like she's, that, if she just said, all right, that's creepy, I don't like that, then he probably... Maybe, Maybe. I don't know. He probably would have stopped right then and there and not kept feeding into it every single time. Yeah, no, you can always see it on her face where she, it kind of, it just comes right over her and she gets this look on her, her look, her business look. Yeah. And you know that it's not going to be good. But yeah, Jonathan seems so far immune to it. And at the rose ceremony, she seemed, you know, she was all business. She was going through everyone. And Obviously, after watching this show however many times, I'm psyching through like, okay, obviously Lucas and Blake are going to be at the end, and then she's going to have to keep one of them, and thank God she didn't have to. Because it made for great TV yes. later. They let her, well, not just <laughs> that, but sure. neither of them deserve to be there at this point. So thankfully, they let her cut both of them loose, and which took away from Jamie, because I had to actually go search and see like who actually got sent home, because it, all the focus was on Waboom and, and Blake. Banana man. Right, yeah. Well, and to be <laughs> he fair. He doesn't eat bananas. He's on a ketotonic diet. <laughs> He's the guy that it. talks about his penis all the time. <laughs> so would it really be the craziest thing if he were standing over no. Lucas's bed with a banana? He has a Freudian phallic, you know, kind. So, okay, you don't eat carbs. Well, maybe you're just holding the banana. Because, again, you have this very big infatuation with your own penis so maybe it's just penises in <laughs> sure. general i don't know and that's the thing is well maybe he's got a crush on me I don't, like maybe and we have Could alex thing alex the rubik's cube guy and he's really <laughs> cute i i like him but he's also um it feels like he's not he doesn't he's so uncomfortable around Women, I feel like he doesn't know how to make the connection unless he has something to play with. Yeah, well, I noticed that with all the guys right before that ceremony. Like, I don't know if the producers were like, "All right, bring a prop or something," right. because if the the big hands, the Rubik's cube, um, family pictures, and like all the stuff that people just the decided to bring. The yeah, the, the basketball, right? So it was. Like, all at once, they all just decided to bring something. So. And I feel I that if you're going to go the Rubik's Cube route, and trust me, I can't even look at it without getting a headache. So. I just take it apart and put it back together so, in the right yeah. way. <laughs> so I would I would have to put just the stickers on it, yeah. and may, maybe I'd get it right. So I am certainly not challenging him. But if you're going to pull out the Rubik's Cube thing and say, oh, I'm doing this while we're talking... You better be able to finish it. Yeah. Yeah, don't hand it over to her. This is as far as I can get. Yeah, oh, look what I did, which, again... (laughs) He did, like, one side. (laughs) Way more than I could do, but 
that's doesn't that take away some of the look what I can do when you couldn't do it? <laughs> let's talk, let's let's dive deep into the Waboom Blake Lucas meltdown when they're doing their exit interviews way too close to one another, obviously by design. <laughs> And Blake comes over with the hand on the shoulder, trying to be the alpha. And he, I thought it was pretty genuine where he said, you're just a failed comedian. You're a waboom clown. <laughs> and I thought, okay, this, this is some honesty coming out When he here. did the hand on the shoulder, I thought he was going to wuss out and pull one of those, oh, it didn't work out. Sorry, bro. See you later. And just that be the end of it. But yeah. he went right for it and looked at him and be like, you. Okay. It's intimidation, one-on-one. I, I don't know how neither of them laughed during that <laughs> confrontation. Because it was just like the saddest, most pathetic <laughs> Because they were serious funny. about it. Yeah, they were so serious about <laughs> it. But it, the, the things that they were saying to each other were just like... Laughable. Ridiculous and pathetic. You're not here for the right reasons. Really? What am I here for? <laughs> you're here because you're a failed comedian. Well, so you want to be on TV. You want to be on TV. And what does that mean? You're a failed comedian. You're a <laughs> waboom clown. And thanks. Your drama also got me kicked out. Yeah. And then he did I don't know how insane they... waboom mimic. <laughs> yeah. And which is worse, though? The mimic waboom or the actual waboom? Because I'm not totally sure that we... That's very clear. I don't know. They're it's both pretty, pretty embarrassing. <laughs> it's pretty equal. Because usually when you do something like that, you're doing it to, oh, look how ridiculous you are. But I'm thinking, well, I don't even know if you can go over the top on something that's already over the, over top. the top. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the reenactment was pretty bad. <laughs> that was pretty bad. I was having but a good so time. But so is the creation. So. Well, and, and so how big was the Waboom thing is this this morning, you know, recording this on Tuesday, this week, whatever, on Good Morning America, they gave Waboom Guy a feature. I get that when you get down to the final five, six, whatever mm-hmm. number you want to pick. When do they have 20 guys left or 21 or whatever it was before this episode ended and you're giving him an interview? He turned, Ryan turned to me and said, well, look, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> and I was reading some of the, because um, he posted, obviously, a selfie on Twitter. And people were just like, why are, why are people even watching this? Why are you giving him a chance? Like, Lucas doesn't po- really. Post a, yeah. Okay, yeah. He posted um, a selfie with one of the anchors, and um, then they re- retweeted it or whatever. And everyone's like, why are you even giving into this? It's stupid. Well, because obviously we think it's amusing and you're gonna watch to watch <laughs> so. it. But Chris Harrison comes in the next morning after the the drama from the night before, and they he delivers a group date card, and probably one of the best group dates I've seen are these stars on The Bachelorette getting bigger or what. We had Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, and we had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar this season alone. Now Ellen DeGeneres, I mean... Yeah, I mean, she's she's the queen of all media, if you think about it. She's everywhere. She's the new Oprah. I mean, you can call her whatever you want. It's unbelievable. And not only was she there, but the crowd is insane for when she comes out. And these guys who we know, obviously, for a few weeks now, no one in the audience has ever seen these guys before. So bringing them out, it's they still went, even long before they took their shirts off, went nuts for them. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, they're certainly stepping their game up. This I mean, season. it was good, and it was so cute. Ellen sitting there with Rachel talking about behind the scenes, you know, and 
Rachel was cool as a cucumber. I think I would be shaking in my boots. That was a really clever thing, too, to have the camera on security. Yes. So she can sort of give him the lowdown. And when she described the tickling thing and said, Mm -hmm. yeah, he, he, yeah, I don't like that at all. Why is (laughs) he still here? That is, uh, thank you, Ellen. Yeah, no kidding. She had some great lines, like on all of the guys, especially when they were playing the Have You Ever game. Have you ever kissed or have you ever done this, ever done that? And, you know, the, the comments that Ellen was making throughout. It was like one burn after another. It was so good. Yeah, I love her. She's the best. And, I mean, when you have these guys who she says she has yet to see with their shirts off, well, what do you do? Let's get them to take their shirts off. Obviously. And become basically Magic Mike in the Ellen audience. With the exception of Jonathan. Hysterical. I know, right? (laughs) But when is that going to air is the question. Or did it? It didn't already air, obviously. Or did they just do it for the show? I think they aired it in real time, didn't they? I think they did. I think they aired it. Yeah, I think they aired it in real time after Rachel. It was like right after she was announced. But only for five guys, six guys, however many were there. Got it. And you had no idea who they were at the time anyway. Okay. Or how far this date was along in the process. But it was a cute concept for a group date to go uh, onto the Ellen show and all the audience members are shoving dollar bills into their (laughs) waistbands. Hey, listen, most of them as has been the case this season, got really into it. And and as bad as some of the dancing may have been, at least, you know, puts them back into it. And it was cute. There's, yeah. yeah, there was no one sitting off in the corner. Got some singles. and It was only Fred who was disparaging the fact that yeah. Rachel can't seem to get over, that he was a childhood friend and perhaps maybe a little bit of a pest, or I don't want to say bully, but... You know, I don't know where that... She can't get over that in her own mind. He didn't help his case any, though. At any point through this whole time, every time he would complain about, oh, yeah, can we get past it? He sounded like a kid. He, oh, can I kiss you? I mean... Can we full stop for one second? (sighs) Who, unless you are 13, who asks (laughs) before going in? You just got to go with the moment and feel it. That was just... What red flag 101 don't do it Fred no it's but like maybe and only maybe if it was like the first night and you know how sometimes they the guys are trying to like read the situation or whatever but at this point you knew that she already made out with all the other guys <laughs> that are there and you're still gonna try to ask but Katie 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 when you're it's all that romantic thing and then it's like can I kiss you? Like it's like a French romance, bad <laughs> well, thing, Fabio. Though, it wasn't, like it just, wasn't even a romantic. But it was. So he was talking about cheesy. I'm waiting for this romantic moment, and I feel like when it'll be there, I can just ask you. So can I kiss you? And <laughs> once again, she passed with flying colors. You're asking me. I love how like, blunt you, she is. Yeah. What are you doing? And then he. Tries to play it off by saying, oh, when I go, and then goes in for the kiss mid-sentence, and it's just skeevy. And then finish the sentence after. But exactly. It wasn't a good move. She did with DeMario and and the guys from the Rosemary. She's just like, you know what? Mm, Not feeling it at all, and there's no point in carrying on any further. like kissing a little boy. Which wasn't wasn't the best line either, but but he needed to go, and she sent him home. I think feel like other bachelorettes and in, in the pre- previous bachelorettes haven't been as 
she's so self-confident about her ability to say, yeah, no, mm-hmm. time for you to go. You know, one of the few things Nick did well, maybe the only thing Nick did well, was he did send people home from dates a lot. If it just wasn't working... And that's she certainly didn't need to take any cues from him. I think we all know that he did it in an insecure way. She's doing it. Oh in no, a she's secure trust way. me. She's she's way out in front of everything. Yeah, yeah. But I will say that's the one. And like I said, probably only thing he did well was if they were on a date and it's just like okay. Yeah, Versus we'll, Ben, who would keep them around way too long. Yeah, and <laughs> so she's done pretty much. And we'll talk. I do did find something wrong with her, and we'll talk about that a little later. I Wait, know. No, don't do this. What? Oh no, we got to tease. I mean, this this way, guys, you got to keep what listening. What did you find <laughs> wrong with her? Because we're not there yet. This I is, will fight you over this. Oh, I'm sure. You, oh, you'll cut me. I know, but we're gonna get to that. I will cut but you. But in this case, I think she obviously did it well, and it, it was just I don't know if anybody showed. Or came out of this looking worse than Waboom guy, except maybe Fred. And not because he's a bad dude. It just on every corner got more awkward. I think Demario can give him a run for his money. He just looked yeah. like a. I I felt bad. I actually did feel bad for Fred yeah. because <laughs> she came First of in all his name. So I yeah, mean, well that. that alone. And he yeah, she kept saying Frederick. Frederick. Okay, that's good. I like Frederick. That's um, good. He, she came in and. Picked up the rose and then brought the rose with her, took Fred, and so he's like yeah. all excited. He's like, Oh, I'm getting this group date we're finally rose. connected. And then she was like, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. And then they like went in he's the thinking, elevator. I see the tux, I see the dress. Yeah, exactly. And it was, I mean, it was funny of her, but this is, this, is her, this is her leading the witness. She did this before with Demario when she brought him through into the gym, and she says, "I want to show you something." And he's thinking, "Ooh, yeah." And there's the ex. If Rachel that- wants to go to another room with her, it's a trick. It's a trick. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's her move that's right her there. Move. She's like, "You want to come with me for a second? No. All smiles. Everyone's gonna be like, "No." No, can we do this right here? Let's just stay here. We're gonna hang out as a group. How about that? You can't so, send us all home. Is this the point where she gave Eric the group rose at this point? Or that was no, later. Um, she gave Alex. Alex the group rose, right? Okay, uh, that's the Rubik's cube guy, mm-hmm. and really looks good with his top off. We just leave him that yeah. way. Okay, um, but moving on to Eric, his drama fires up at this point, and they do a really good job of making it clear he's going to be our next loose cannon. Well, <laughs> he is, but he isn't, because he goes about halfway there where you sort of get it. I mean. If he would just say, listen, because that's one of the parts that I think that Iggy was sort of starting trying to bring up, saying like, oh, so you think she hasn't been as as open. Okay, fine. Stop it there. Then he sort of seems to get angry about it. I think it's fair to say, hey, I haven't spent any time with her. I don't feel like we've had that sort of connection. I feel that way. I don't feel she's getting it back at all, giving it back to me. But he started in with the like the drama of like the Real Housewives of Atlanta doing almost like a clapback. Take my 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 name out your mouth. It was like like what show are we yeah, on? Yeah, each time he he put it into another gear. Yeah, and I think each time he would have been fine, including after he talked to her and sort of aired everything out. He should just let it be. But then he lets Lee who whole other issue because if if you haven't been following all the other stuff. It turns out Lee had posted some very 
unsettling things. Transphobic. Yeah, everything phobic. Everything phobic. He, racist and right, misogynist. Right. And if there's an ist on it, he probably posted about but it. But it hasn't come out on the show yet. This That stuff happened yeah, outside of the context. Outside of the show, but because the Twitter went back right. a while. But if you, I don't know, if you see the way he's talking and sort of dismissing people, I think you can see a little bit of that. And that's the one thing I'll say about Eric. Eric knew that he was full of crap because he even said he said okay I'm you're legit you're you're I get you him totally bogus and I get again, you to who Iggy who's saying I who was the other to? person you saw I, there were two people that I can't had tell issues apart with still him. at this point um Lee and Bryce right so Bryce he said I I, I I I believe you you're genuine Lee you're not and again if you would have stopped there he would have been fine I thought Bryce yeah. was the one who had the sketchy viewpoints I get them all confused, so it's definitely Lee. Yeah, the yeah, Lee, 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 Lee. Yeah, also. that's the one like towards the end that they had another blowout. He's the one who was sitting there drinking the glass yes. of water on the couch. It was well, like, hey, that one water. Was that vodka? It, it was, was in, like, yeah, a tall it was like beer glass. He had that too, but he had the rest of the time he had oh. a drink, and he was like, "Ooh," uh, and just making comments. Yeah, he just yeah, kept doing that breath, and saying, yeah. "This is crazy. And- this is unreal. This is crazy." Okay. Yeah, he because even now after he scrubbed his account, there's still things up there. That make you scratch out. This he thinks this is okay. So uh, his it, true colors will be made. Yeah, I mean, I think they they've Fair. been, and hopefully they will on the show. But it just this is sort of leads into though. I guess we'll we'll get it to a little quicker for those of you that hung around. My issue with Rachel here. All right, before the second group date, which is the mud wrestling. So he, well, I don't know when they had it out. It might have been. I think it might have been after everything. But since we're talking about Eric and his issues, yeah. she sits down with him, with Eric, yes, and says, hey, you know, a couple guys, you know, the, my girlfriends said the guys told me that you were, weren't here for the right reasons, whatever. And there, fine. You can't rat the guys out. You can't give them the names. I'm sorry. You just... You're saying she shouldn't have said that... Who? who Lee and Bryce. Yes. Lee and shouldn't Bryce. have used their names. I don't know how I feel about that. It, it didn't con- strike me as being something as in poor taste. Did it bother you? No, I I did notice that. I didn't take it as a negative thing because I I just assumed that it was a producer thing. He's saying you like, can't you, burn a source. Yeah, you, you have <laughs> you have to call these guys out because then obviously that triggered of him to go back and it started all the drama up all over if again. If you're gonna have your girlfriends go and try to get intel, yes, you can't then use that intel against the guys. I I don't think that's fair. Well, what's the point of getting intel if you don't use it against you them? You can <laughs> use it up to the point. Again, you told Eric and got him going. Don't tell him who it was. <laughs> I think she's trying to stir the... She's She is honest to a fault, though. She's like, Fred, we don't connect. DeMario, I, you're a boy, not a man. Like, I think that's just in her... You know, you. I don't like... I heard this about you. You're not 100%. And Eric, you know, so-and-so told me. So there it is. I don't feel like that was her being sketchy. That's just her... Not sketchy. Just a downfall. Yes. I don't think she handled that properly. Don't you don't burn she... burn a source. I like that. I will take that. You don't burn your source. I don't know that that was deliberate for her to fire him up, though. I just think that's in her nature to be that blunt when she's dressing someone down. 
in the courtroom. You know, like she just puts on this hat where she's like, I'm going to give it to you straight and how you react will show me the content of your character. Yeah. And I, I actually think it's <laughs> I I actually think it's a little bit of both because if she, you know, she ratted as Ryan said, the girls out out the boy the guys out. And so if she heard that he was flipping out and freaking out and like getting all riled up about things, if he found out with her like is was he going to flip out there or was he going to go start something right she like you said like i think she needed to see how he reacted to that yeah would he keep his cool or would we go you know be disingenuous yeah. like he was accused of being but this was all his meltdown <laughs> which was hilarious in and of itself get my name out your mouth um that was after the mud wrestling group date where, like, what was it? How many guys? Six guys? Yeah, we actually skipped the one-on-one. Oh, we did with You're Anthony. Right. Anthony, the horseback riding through town. Yes, yes. Cell phones out. I mean, it was oh, right down Rodeo the Drive. The fans were screaming. That's Rachel. <laughs> and then you take the, the horse into one store, get what you need, go out, go into another store. You can't. Yeah. And and I'm, I am scared of riding horses. That takes, it's scary if you haven't grown up doing it. Yeah. I, I rode once ages ago. Yeah. And the whole time was just white knuckling. Right. Okay. So, and it was probably the. A horse that couldn't even kick you because it's probably so small it couldn't even kick you off. Whatever, but I, no, nope. yeah. okay, where are we going? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I think it. I thought it was a solid date. I don't. I didn't think that anything major happened. Like I didn't see it. You clearly didn't of, see what came out of that horse in well, the store. <laughs> I, when they disgusting. went to their dinner, the, the dinner after they were shopping and everything, I was watching their body language while they were sitting at the table, and they were both leaning away from each other. I, it, there was. It wasn't like they were not into each other. It seemed like there was. Yeah, some they were kind of, holding hands, but I. They were, I did the body see that. language was awkward, and then when they went to go dance in front of that quartet. Uh, the quartet, which I love that. That yeah. was really beautiful. Yeah, like Chet Baker sounding, and it just he had an opportunity to to kind of go in and make a big splash, and he just kind of hugged her. Oh, he hugged I thought her the in. dancing was okay. You know? uh, I thought it. it was I thought it was a solid. Solid positive, yeah, like date. a solid B. But there was like a solid B. There were missed yeah. opportunities yes. all along. So you're not gonna well. you're not gonna fly a banner over it, but you say, <laughs> okay, listen, I got the rose. We did yes. some dancing. I got a kiss. We're good. Yeah, there were no fireworks. There were no literally. fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> but he walks back into the mansion with his rose on, and all the guys are like, oh my god, sit down, tell us everything. Yeah, I feel like then he got obviously a little bit more confident. Yes, yes, but. Yeah, it was a, it was a, a solid, yeah, it was solid B. Solid B. Yeah, Fine. okay. Good term. So then that's when we move on to the yes. to the group date, to the wrestling. And of course, they throw the guy who is a wrestler into the wrestling date. But he doesn't win the whole thing, which, tell me that wasn't a setup. I think he just got tired, and it's not the same sort of wrestling he's used to. So he ran into someone who clearly, you know, do you even lift, bro? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> And had a different sort of strength, more stamina. And once you get that mud or whatever that was, because it was just a different ball game. But she brought with her all her girls, which is an interesting, eclectic group of girls. Corinne was in the mix. Who were, did you write them all down? We had Raven, yeah, Corinne, Alexis, Alexis, and Jasmine. 
Jasmine, right, mm-hmm. okay. And if Raven wants to get her own show, <laughs> I would be just fine with that because, oh my <laughs> the, the, God. The silly string sh- back on that yeah. top oh. was like, holy smokes. Yeah. That, that was looked like shoelaces off my shoes. I could never yeah. wear something like that. God bless. If you you can be on my TV anytime you'd like because you're we already know you got a heck of a personality and she's a spitfire. Wow. I just prefer uh Rachel. But okay. Yes. And, yeah. and and as a, as a bachelorette as do I. I don't think I certainly wouldn't want Raven as the bachelorette in her place, oh, yeah. but if we no. can get her her own show on Freeform, let's talk about it. I think the people who need their own spinoff are Lucas and, uh, uh, and no, his no, little done. Don't banana put him buddy. In paradise. I think the two of them just called Waboom. <laughs> just call it Waboom, exactly. Unless they want to do some something before Paradise, where they make them both think they're going to Paradise, and then they both walk onto the beach and it's just them. Well, they are doing that Winter Games thing. But again, I don't want them with anyone else. I don't. I just. <laughs> Either together to make fun of them <laughs> right. and then kick them out, or nothing. Be done with them. Okay, I don't. I I don't blame you for that one. But the group date goes to this bar where it's mud wrestling, and the guys go one against each other. And you know, Kenny, our wrestler, he doesn't win. And uh, you know, I was I was actually I was actually surprised at that outcome. I walked out of the room for a minute, yeah. and then I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa wait, what just yeah. happened? Bryce took it. Bryce takes mm. it. Like this isn't even going to be a competition, but yeah. apparently it was. Although, did you notice who the ladies liked? No, they, who do they like? They like Dean, which sort of surprised me a little bit. Not that I, you know, whatever he's been fine, but yeah, that's true. They did. They like Dean, and they and they didn't like Eric again, right? Yeah. Well, so I guess before. This happened. They were on the bus. Rachel was talking with the girls, and they didn't show this, but they said that she was most excited about Eric, for the girls to meet Eric. Okay. So then, which is what Raven said. And then they got on the bus, and Raven kind of, Raven was in between, you know, the two guys, leaned over to Bryce. If you had to pick someone here, you know, drink, not here for the right reasons, (laughs) You know, out of this group, who would it be? And he he kind of like stumbled that he didn't want to rat someone out, and but he was like, if I had to pick someone, it would be Eric. And Raven was like, oh, okay, like thanks. Turn to the next guy. It's like if someone was here, like <laughs> not for the right reasons, who would it be? Eric. So that was two guys on the date against Eric, and she had just said that that was the one that Rachel was most excited about. And yet he's the one that the other guys thought didn't really. Because he was sitting around the house saying, Longer. well, yeah, who knows he if had she's that whole meltdown and... the night before. Yeah. Right. And yeah, you're right. Dean gets a lot of love from the girls. And the guys looked pretty happy to see the girls, too. And like, I thought they yeah. were kind of overly happy when they're supposed to be there for Rachel. I was going to call call them out for that. I understand men have small brains and they think of their pants sometimes. Mm, Ain't wrong. But that was like when you're out with your woman and you see a beautiful woman go by, you can appreciate, but you don't make a whole... Yeah, you don't don't sit on it. (laughs) No. No pun intended. You don't, you know, you don't... 
no. keep going on about it. Yeah, yeah they th- were a little too too crazy for too them. Too raucous for all the other girls who showed up like, oh yeah, now we all get a chance with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what it felt like. Is that who we're mud wrestling with? Yeah, because... like, yeah and I felt like when Raven did the little talking to like on the bus like it if you didn't know what they were talking about right. it looks like something was going on there totally agree and so i don't know if like the guys almost thought that something was gonna and then she was like who's not here for the right reasons but it's, i agree with you 100 percent. i thought they they were getting the impression like i get to go home with one of these yeah girls the tonight. way she leaned in to talk to them was yes yeah, you, you know, you got Yes. Well, you got to lay the groundwork for paradise. You know, that's the way when they finally get there. Right, but like know? when the before you went into the date, like you could have pulled them aside, like outside the bus or something, and had the conversation. But she leaned in like very. She played it up seductively, yes. like trying to get all the uh, counter intelligence on behalf of her friend. Um, but it's okay. So this is the point where Eric gets the group date rose. Yes, despite the information from the friends and the warnings and all that. But then we circled back to Rachel talking to him and burning the sources. And then it sets him off. Eric goes back to Iggy and Lee. And it's a to-be-continued situation. Yeah, and he put himself in the bad situation again because he then now knows, okay, she heard from all these guys about me and still chose to give me, you know, about how the girls said, oh, you know, watch out for him. That's what they still chose to give him the rose. Yeah, so that should have made him feel good. At that point, he should have just walked in, put his feet up and said, how you like me now? Because he has now information that they don't know he has. Mm -hmm. If he had kept his mouth shut, they would have never known that he has the goods on whoever ratted him out. And even Mm -hmm. if he, he, he wanted to talk about it, he could say... Hey, good luck trying to sabotage me, huh? But, Look how that worked out. But you're right. Like keeping that information in his back pocket might have done him so much more good. Would have been more future. valuable. Would have been more valuable. Just every time he had a g- good step forward, he would take three back by blowing up, and he just didn't need to do that. <laughs> she clearly likes him, right? And sees something between them, whether it's just chemistry or whatever. And he keeps putting his foot in his mouth. But by... in his defense, like you guys said, he's he's battling against a guy who may or may not have horrible tendencies and ass backwards thinking. And if he knows this about someone, it, that's going to set off a fire. Yeah, and he in, he in sensed you. that something was wrong, Lee, and we know he was right. If but someone's judging still, you based on your gender, your skin you, color, your you go higher, yes. and you say she picked me. Not you. But it gets to you, you uh, know, I, and so I can listen, see why I, yeah. he would lose it. I get it, but he, he, she kept giving him opportunities to say, hey, look, you won. And so he's walked into a trap, perhaps set by him own, his own self. Yeah. <laughs> and there was always something with him. He, like, he started out this whole episode saying that, questioning if Rachel was genuine about, like, the each connection that she had in the house. Right. And then he was saying how he didn't have validation and Drink. he was insecure and everything. And then now it was Iggy and then Lee and then Bryce. And there's just always something that he's he has his guard up about. Right. Rightfully so. But the like that's, I don't know. That's too much are. drama for me. <laughs> 
it's a lot of drama. So we're left again hanging with a to be continued. We might as well just get used to it. Every episode is a to be continued. Yeah. Which does tease a little bit of the Lee stuff where, you know, you're being aggressive and obviously there's some very not great uh, insinuations when you use the word aggressive. And so then we see tears for next episode and which as we know, can be attributed to anything and right. anything. Like, but... I got something in my eye, I'm crying, <laughs> versus someone yep. made me cry. But eventually they're going to tackle some real issues on a reality show, believe it or not. So maybe that's this episode. All I want to know is who's bigger than Ellen that could continue on, <laughs> because the show's only going to get you know more spectacular, I would think. Yeah. This We're is... going to get a musical guest at some point, and it, they better go big, because... Yeah, Ellen's pretty big on the other side. As, none as, of these, none of these smaller up and coming. Like right, you set the tone. Boys, good luck. You know, yeah. we've already done that. You you set the tone. Absolutely. So. All right, so now we're down to our our fantasy teams. We all picked from the the draft group, the original group of guys. And how are we looking? How are we looking, Katie? Well, Is Christine this- and I both lost two. Two guys, Demario uh, yeah. and Jamie, were on my team, and then Christine had Fred and Lucas, and Ryan lost Blake. All right, so we're fairly even. I mean, mm-hmm. you and I lost two, and he he lost one. So, do we want to do our top five, bottom five, top three, bottom three, or just leave it at that? What do we, we normally t- do? Top three, bottom three. Yeah, I mean, it, we've sort of been bouncing around, bouncing around. Uh, but I mean, I I feel pretty good about my team. I didn't. I haven't been overall ranking these guys mostly because. Oh, you have you, Peter. Yeah, you have a good team. You have Peter. except for Lee. Well, yeah. Before <laughs> the show, I thought Lee was. Before the last week, he I lo- thought yeah. Lee was pretty good. He looks like a good good player. He is no. Uh, what's the last singer songwriter? What was his name? Oh, James Taylor. Yeah, James he's no Taylor. James Taylor. Please, no. I would. Give I'm glad anything. that he. He has stopped singing. Can they just have James Taylor <laughs> replace Lee? Because I would take that tomorrow. <laughs> the best guys I have on my team are Anthony and Eric, I think. So I don't think I'm going to go very far. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, got, I like Brian. I yeah. have Brian. Um, I like Iggy. Yeah. Iggy's and good. Oh, yeah. You have Alex. Yeah. And I, I still do like Kenny. And um, the rest. I got Will, too. You have so, be, there's some good teams good going on. Not too strong about Jack Stone. No. Yeah. No. But that just sounds like a romance novel. Solid teams. <laughs> well, you can follow us on uh, social media across all platforms. We're at Bachelor Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. And are we on Instagram, too? We are. We're doing Instagram. We do everything. <sighs> um, Bachelor Podcast will be back next week to talk about the next episode. I'm Christine Lee. Katie Pilata. thank you. Thank you. And Ryan Jones. One nope. What? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.